0: This week, we put our money where our mouths are. Three big engines are now free, mostly, and our night tonight is white, not black. Don't forget that we swim with the sharks and make sure that your throughput in Factorio is efficient. This is episode 41 of the Indie Game Riot.
1: Hey everybody, this is Indie Game Riot, episode 41. Man, it is, I I can't believe we've made it this far. I say it every single time. Yeah. Every single time. (laughs) Every time. And uh, it's just forty-one episodes is a long time when you're talking yeah. about podcasts, and, and we've done a lot, and we're a whole website now, and making interviews with famous people, and we've been to
0: multiple cons, had interviews with a ton of awesome people. I mean, you know, come on. We're, like, we're,
2: <laughs> do you realize special. we're almost we're almost pushing a year? We're like yeah. two months away.
1: It's getting there. Yeah, almost a year. Yeah, um, I, we're gonna have to I do something throw, special. Yeah, I want to throw. A, I don't know, not a party because you're all not going to fit in my. Yeah. Everybody, come over to my house. We're gonna do something. Uh, <laughs> but as per the usage, uh, we can yeah. start off the show by, by telling people uh, what's been going on with our lives because you know that's what people are here to talk about. Yeah, yeah. Not about. games. Listen Screw games. It.
0: Games. <laughs> games. Rev, Rev. You have something new. You have I something have... that's happening.
2: <laughs> do you, you want to go first? Because mine might take a while.
0: Oh, that's true. Oh, um, okay. so it's oh, god, it snowed again. Oh well. <laughs> can't get my car out of the driveway. Can't drive for my job. um Yeah, no. I was actually thinking. I was actually thinking about it. Like, th- things around here are starting to like pick up again. Like, we were we were really like coming off of the multiple cons that we had all been to. Um, well, except for Rev, you know, because Rev's out and in where everything actually happens. Right, <laughs> well, he goes all the
1: summer stuff because that's where. It's yeah, cool. exactly.
0: Yeah. Uh, you know, you know, after Magfest and getting all that done, and, and you know, focusing on the site, like everything's starting to like pick up again, and it feels really good because there were like there was like a few weeks there where it was like we we were really just like you know slugging it out. I felt, but now that we're starting to get caught back up, you know, I'm feeling I'm feeling good. Energy's but, yeah.
1: good and snow
0: and um that's that's it.
1: You're talking about getting stuck in your driveway. I, I can't even get out of a freaking parking spot on the street. That's <laughs> yeah. how bad the snow <laughs> removal in this area is. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's- yeah. I hate this place so much. Well the worst part is
0: that I'm on a I'm on a non oh what do they call it? Like like uh <clears throat> basically a non-important road. So noon yesterday they, they did a they plowed one lane and by three it was covered again and every, and everyone's like like oh they plowed I'm like no they didn't I can't see the road like <laughs> and it like that's all that I'm thinking it's just like non non-essential road this so and so drive plowed at noon. Done. <laughs> Don't <laughs> have to go back there. So that's basically the situation that I'm in. But you know,
1: snow. Yeah. I like the snow.
0: I like I like staying at home. <laughs> I like I like
1: it just not hot or cold. I yeah, I like it
0: cold. I like cold weather.
2: No, no, no. Screw that. <laughs> so. Um, so okay, so new for me uh, really exciting career news uh, I got a my my boss and the owner of the company uh, went into the owner's office and shut the door and they were in there for like an hour and didn't really think anything of it. They prefaced it with hey do you have time to have that meeting about scheduling and uh, I know we've got a lot of projects that are kind of almost starting to fall behind and we got a lot more projects that are coming in. We just signed a new client uh, and we've got like Forty some odd projects, all coming in in the next that are due within the next couple of months. Um, don't really think anything of it. And uh, my boss comes out, sits down at his desk, checks in, like, "Hey, everything all right? No, nothing caught fire." And uh, and as he's saying that, I get an email from the owner. <laughs> Do you have a minute? <laughs> Come see me <laughs> when you Do have, come see me when you have a moment, and I was just like, you know that feeling when you're you're pretty sure you like, haven't done anything that's really fucked up, but you're not one hundred percent certain. It's that and feeling it,
1: that kind of like just like, right, right yeah, like right, yeah, like right there, like you you are the knot clenches up, you just kind of <laughs> pucker, and you're like, oh god, <laughs> someone, someone from the cubicle over just here.
2: <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So I'm like, oh yeah, no, I'm just I'm I'm teaching myself some advanced scripting in PowerShell at the moment. Yeah, I'll just come on over and I walk over and the door's closed and my and my boss is like, yeah, his door's closed. I'm like, well, he just sent me in. So I run back to my desk and I grab a notepad and pen, you know, because I want to look good, you know, pretend I'm I'm paying attention you know stuff like that and uh and so like like knock on the door open it and uh you know go sit down and he gets up from his desk walks across the room and closes the door and I'm like oh god like I've been here six months like just over six months and I am screwed like I didn't do my six month checkup because I keep forgetting I'm so busy I haven't had time does anyone else that,
1: that works there work 70 plus hours like you do yeah.
2: Okay. Like okay. the only the only person that doesn't is our uh, our help desk monkey. Um, not not really. That that's kind of demeaning. It's our he's our Pfy. He's our pimply faced youth uh, that we're training up. Intern. And yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> but hey, so um, <laughs> so we're sitting there and and, and he sits down and, and he kind of does that like big owner. Thing. <sighs> Where he sits like. Well, it wasn't. Like, it wasn't quite like the whole stretch it was
1: back, like, but it, it was. Just, like, it was definitely like he gonna settles be back. Talk.
0: Yeah, exactly. It's, he the, settles it's, the, back
1: and it's just... actually that I read there's a there's a big old like, the 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 whole, the way you know. I can't think of the words now, but it's, you know it's the, the power. The power move. You yeah, know, the, and, the power. You he, put your just, foot up mm. on a chair or something like that. It just yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and so, body language so, is what I'm trying to say.
2: So he sits there and he and he's like, so uh, as you know, we've got a lot of projects that are currently going on, and we have a lot of projects that are coming down the pipe, and. Um I, I want to I want to start this by kind of giving you an incentive to say yes to this, and I was like, okay. He's like, if you notice on the table to your left, um, you have I, I, I got you this really nice bottle of scotch. Uh, it's my new favorite sipping whiskey, the Balvenie Twelve Year Double do, Cask. Oh man, I've,
1: I've had scotch once in my life, and,
2: and I enjoyed it a lot. I'm kind this of this right here, I'm opening it for the first time.
0: That was a twelve year.
2: Oh. It's a twelve-year no. double barrel. I'm not sure. You
1: deserve it, but at the same dude, time, I'm like, this not what a- I want it.
0: <laughs> that is okay. a, um So that's so a fifty-two-dollar bottle. Uh, depends. Uh, depends on where you get if it. If you yeah.
2: in Utah, it's eighty-five. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we're, we're sitting there and, and, and I was like okay what, what's going on He's like well I've been talking with Vince And because of this um, be, Because of all these projects We'd like to move you over to a Flex time schedule uh, most of these projects can't be done during business hours, so it's going to involve a lot of after-hours work. And we would like you to make an appearance as often as you can at the office. But if you're up until 8 o'clock in the morning working on one of these projects, I don't want to see you in the office until you feel okay to, to come in. And I was like, oh, sweet. So I basically now have free reign as long as I put in at least a couple of hours at the office to help cover when you know everybody else is on site. And I'm doing my normal day-to-day tickets as well. I basically am now kind of quasi-work from home. Um, and and he, he apologized. He was like, no, I'm, I'm, and I'm sorry. I, I can't do any more than this. But... Um, We've been really impressed with the amount of work that you've been doing, and and the way that you're taking ownership of things that don't technically fall under your jurisdiction. But you know, you're jumping into it, you're taking it over, and, and fixing problems for us. Um, we're going to offer you a ten percent raise. And he's at this point, it. like, like I'm sitting here and I'm trying to mentally hide a boner.
1: Just uh, <laughs> here, like, here, under the desk. And boom. <laughs> <laughs> You're trying yeah. to like,
0: like, like get as much blood away as possible. You like tense up, you know.
1: <laughs> Excuse me while I do a uh, handstand.
0: That—that's what the notepad <laughs> was there for. Like, yeah, I, yeah. yeah
2: me smarter um, so we are sitting there and, and I was like wait are you like I'm not to shoot myself in the foot in the future but at my last job I was there for basically two years and they gave me a 2.5 percent raise after I threatened to walk off and, and so don't apologize for only being able to give me a 10% raise six months in like this is fantastic thank <laughs> you so much so Sorry, okay, that that's really my go. personal <laughs> that's my personal news um, yeah the, the one thing that I really like and that's super exciting for me. And, and that's but,
0: crazy too because they they interviewed you for a position that was way lower than what you're working at. It, so exactly. not only so not only do they give you a better job than they were looking for, now they're paying you more. <laughs>
2: Exactly. So, uh, in, in other news, my February edition of the Indie Box has arrived. It was late because they had some shipping issues for one of the items. I am about to open it for the first time, and I thought I would share it with
0: our show. Yeah, so, I think it'd be cool that no, let me, if, uh, if, I'm going to link
1: people just so they can. Oh, yeah, Indie Box. Indie, Indie box. box. Yeah.
0: I feel. I feel like this almost should be like a like a like a monthly thing. Like I almost feel like I should I should get one and then Revit. I should like open them at the same time and be like, like,
1: Oh look, look at this. And this I'll be is here cool. like really pissed off because I don't have any.
0: <laughs> I can't <laughs> afford it. it.
2: Um. Okay. So here we go. Uh, I I have in in here. There's a little postcard that says, you know, if I don't want to open my box, here's my Steam keys.
1: And uh, but, oh, by the way, full full disclosure yeah. too. Um, I mean, you you paid for that box, but we do have an affiliate link with, which is what I linked in the chat. Yep. I just wanted to let people know about that because I'm not trying to be shady about it. Um, yeah. So, yeah, just let you know. Good.
2: Okay, so the link in chat is, uh, is an affiliate. Um, this month's game is Risk of
0: Rain. And, and see, uh, you love that game, and now you have a box for it.
2: I have a box for it. I already have like three copies and now I have at least two more um, because one of the things that they did with for this, it, it allows you to play for multiplayer. Like you can do co-op and because it was supposed to be the Valentine's edition, they wanted you to be able to play it with your special friend. So uh, Risk of Rain, I have no idea what's actually in and the, the Risk of Rain box. It, by
1: the way. Oh my and God,
2: if there's actually knows. a disc in there, Oh man, dude! Oh, have you not seen what they give for for the discs? No, it's a the it's a USB drives. key. Okay. Oh, never mind.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, the flash eyes are always custom, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. they're
2: always custom. So uh, I got a pair of socks,
0: orange and purple <laughs> socks. <laughs> they fit you perfectly. <laughs> I think Those that's be good for the purple. for the for the cold winters in Southern California, what is <laughs> right?
2: That's the game, though, that's what I'm confused. Um, I don't know. Maybe I'm the not. St- I, Maybe I don't know. I'll guess. Possibly. Uh, what else do we got? Uh, we have something that is black. Ooh, the risk of rain monster log.
0: I'm pulling this oh. out now. You're fighting
1: You're fighting garb. Uh, uh, <laughs> yeah. <new> fighting
2: garb.
0: <laughs> yeah, that you can't use because you hurt your back. Yeah, I'm not allowed to fight
2: for the next month. Okay, so it looks like it is uh a page by page blank journal i can put notes in it and at the bottom it has uh information about the various monsters that are in it so the greater wisp their combat abilities are unprecedented i can be clear 200 meters away and they still manage to hit me square in the chest i must stay hidden before they find me again that's pretty awesome Kind of cool, little journal note log type deal. Uh, what else do we got? We have a risk of rain sticker that's gonna go on my uh, desk at work. Uh, Wait, do you need to stick
1: stickers on your desk?
2: I can do whatever the hell I want at this point. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, I have. The He's original. not gonna be there.
2: I have the original soundtrack for Risk of Rain written, performed, cool. and produced by Chris Christodoulou. Chris uh, uh And uh, there's 17 tracks on that. Uh, I have a custom instruction manual. Oh, that's so, cool. Uh, letter from the developer. Dear Risk of Rain fan, hey there. Hope you enjoy the contents. We put a lot of neat stuff in there that I think a lot of fans will enjoy. Socks, absolutely genius. Most importantly, <laughs> thank you for being a fan. We never imagined that we would be in a position to have a fan base, let alone a physical release of our game. Thank you for sticking through our development process, growing pains and all. I sincerely hope I can rise to meet everyone's expectations. You've made this guy's life. Thanks. Sincerely, Hippo, Hippo Games. Um, about the game, control scheme, they've Got the controllers, multiplayer options, list of characters, items, all that fun stuff. And then, uh, what else? Oh, another indie box sticker. Also going on my desk. I uh, got something else. What else do I have? Ooh, I like this. I get a captain's brooch pin Ooh. for Risk of Rain, and it That's actually cool. over
1: there. Like he's like wing. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: So it comes with this little cool backing. Yeah, that's all neat and well. But uh, here's the actual pin itself. Oh, that's cool.
0: All right. <laughs> nice. And
2: then uh, this month's uh, USB stick that you can use uh, is in the form of the access cards from the game: the oh, UES man. Contact Light Cargo Room Access Card.
0: Oh, dude.
1: Those and those the USBs alone are awesome and are totally me, make me want to get the thing. Yeah. The, I, I'm I'm a collector, I love collecting things and those it's I, I could just see my, like a shelf lined up with <laughs> Yeah. I,
2: I have yet to actually install off of any of my USB keys. They they just well, sit there. Pretty, well, because
1: you get the USB or the, and the steam, steam code steam code is what I mean. Yeah.
2: yeah. Now, that did bite me on last month's game because the USB version supported three-dimensional. Like, with, with uh, they, they supported 3D with glasses that came with it. Oh, yeah. Uh, but I installed using the Steam code instead, so Steam version doesn't have it. Oh. So that's new with me. What's up with you, Josh? Also, thanks, IndieBox. <laughs> yeah. That's new <laughs> Again, with
1: me. You know, What's up with your boring-ass life? Yeah. It sucks. <laughs> like, I have yeah, I've been pretty much in the Pair same. Pair them boat with as, your favorite shirt. I've been very much same boat as Tech, so just with snow, snow. yeah, snow and snow. But it, 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 the next week is supposed to be—I don't know about Maryland, but it's supposed to be sunny for like a full week, and even gets up oh, to like okay. fifty something degrees. Yeah,
0: yeah. Sunday it's getting up to like fifty here. So I, I hate it. <laughs> it's too
1: so hot. I don't have any box. Yeah. Oh no. well. Unless yeah. Uh, you know. Unless, unless Moneybags over there wants to buy for everyone. <laughs> yeah. Uh, 10%
0: uh, raise guy over, over here.
1: But you know what I can't afford? What can you afford? An Indie News Injection. Are you bored with the same old games? Yeah. Why, then give yourself an Indie News Injection. Thanks, Indie Games. And this week on Indie News Injection... The first thing I want to point out, uh, we mentioned it at the end of the show, the last couple episodes, I believe, um, but I just want to point out that we actually have picked out uh, the game for the put our the put your put your money where your mouth is challenge. Put our or, money. It, it changes where every our time. It's the same. <laughs> <star>. <laughs> yes. I don't know. I like put put your money where your mouth is challenge. I like that. It just comes off. the
2: But there's sunset. three of us, so put our money comes where off our mouth are. You're, you're using oh, well.
1: royal your. <laughs> uh, <yore>. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> truly, um, we have picked the game out for Indie Gamer Chick. Um, by the way, if you want to go check her out, IndieGamerChick.com. That's her blog where she does the reviews. And she's going to review the game that we chose, which is Shine. We um, That was one of the four games that we featured last month. We always pick, uh, every month, we're going to pick out a game that we featured over the past month. And uh, as long as she hasn't reviewed it, and as long as it doesn't um, trigger her, her Yeah, if it doesn't trigger her epilepsy. Um, She will review it. So she'll buy the game, which supports the devs, and it gives it exposure because she has a pretty popular blog. Um, Also, will match uh, the price of the game by donating that money to uh, her charity of choice, which is the Epilepsy Foundation. Um, We're actually, she's already got the game. She's playing it now. She's notified me. Um, she actually asked if we could just kind of hold the money and do a lump sum um, at and, the end of the year. At the end of the year, so we're going to do that. We're just going to hold it in a PayPal account and, and give it to them at the end of the year. So, but yeah, cool. Shine is the game. Congratulations! Yeah. And, and that uh,
0: game, that game, as uh, even though I I gave it hell for very small things, I had a I had a great time playing it. Well, yeah, it's I a mean, good game. It's a there, great game.
1: There was actually it almost <laughs> won by default, to be honest, because uh, two of the four games that we did last month were. Actually, not uh, starting the riot games. Oh yeah, that's true. Uh, because you know, because of cons and everything. Yeah, um, it was between that and Hot Tin Roof, and I just I thought that would have had the edge. Um, I yeah, I could I, yeah. I agree with that one. Mm-hmm. So that's 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 what that's what we chose, and uh, that money is going to go right into the yeah little camp thing. And mm-hmm. uh, congratulations, it's a win win for everyone involved. Yeah,
0: definitely. Um, going from things that cost money to things that are free. Uh, GDC has happened, is happening, has happened, you know, GDC, whatever. But yeah. there were three game engines, and you may have heard of them, that have been like, you know what? Have it. Just go on. math go. Have fun. Do it for free. And that would be Unreal 4, which looks freaking amazing. If you haven't seen the demos for that, check that out. Source 2... Again, you know, yeah, you know, Valve. What can no. we say? And then one that you don't really, you know, think a lot about, but you talk a lot about, which is Unity. So now th- there isn't. I don't have a whole lot of information on uh, Unity going, you know, basically free. Other than that, it is free. And also, Source Two. Um, there isn't so much information on it. Other than it will be free for developers. Um, but Unreal Four will be free. You can actually go onto the site and just get it downloaded it and and be part of the community and you know this have is- access to purchasing a lot of the cool you know things and that's for movies or video games or anything else you want and basically what they're asking for is um oh please correct me on this i cannot remember if it was three percent or five percent it's five it's five percent after the 5%. first three thousand dollars of gross sales i, I thought i so mentioned
1: this in the 000. interview that rev and i did with rubycone Okay. Uh, I think I mentioned not not this specifically, but just uh, the fact that I freaking love I, I love technology nowadays. Yeah, it's just exactly. And, and and the openness of the internet, I love it so much because this is why the game community explodes it, or yeah. is exploding continuously exponentially um, mm-hmm. because of things like this, and it's just opening up a lot of. Uh, opportunities for everyone. I'm going to sneeze right now so me. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so <laughs> so
0: Unreal 4 and also the cool thing is that if you use Unreal 4 for your movie, you can just use it. they don't even want they don't even want your money <laughs> for a movie made in Unreal 4. Um but yeah, it's it's after the first 3000 and you know we still have yet to see whether Valve or Unity are going to come out with, you know, similar deals. Um but we we talked about Unreal um a while ago with with their um with how they they re- they had, they had switched their um their platform more first you know cost a certain amount and then it was like a certain percentage but now it's just like habit. you know well, like, like
2: like business business wise like this is a this is a really good uh decision to make cuz i mean there are a lot of developers out there that would love to be able to use an established engine and yeah. You know, I like I, I know of several developers that I've spoken with since the announcement was made that were like, you know, I love the idea. I have so many ideas for using this engine, but I mm-hmm. can't afford the upfront cost of it. And yeah. so now they have this option. And I mean, it's a better it's a better option for for the developers of the engine itself, because, you know, Instead of losing out on on that stream of revenue, yeah. they also now have these people that are like, "Hey, yeah, I might I, I might make thirty shitty games, and you're never going to get a penny off of those. But that one Super Meat mm-hmm. Boy,
1: yeah, yep. that's that, that's the that's where it comes in. They're going to make, even though they're not getting paid for the initial, uh, you know, buying the software, but that that. How yeah. many games are going to be made with this? You, I, I mean, really, when you think about it, was it you said five thousand was the limit? Uh, three thousand. Are, are you sure
2: about that? Because I, I, I sworn I read
1: it was a hundred thousand.
0: I I read, I, it I, I, read, yeah. I read it up somewhere. Well, I can't. Again, you know, I wish I had well, that. If um, it is
1: three thousand, I think that's actually. Smarter. It was.
0: I think it was their website. Hold on, because I mean, um, imagine
1: how many games are going to be yeah. made. Three thousand is not that much to get. Or,
0: you're right. About it. It's yeah. It's 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 after three thousand per product plus, per quarter. Plus, I
1: mean, and so everyone's oh. getting this that couldn't that couldn't afford it initially, and and then on top of that, don't they have um, uh, not plug or maybe plugins, but um, like like assets that they that they also sell. Yes, exactly. So so, there, so, so more people are going to be buying that sort of stuff.
0: Yeah. Right. Well, but see, even even more than that, because I mean, you can buy assets for for almost anything on so many different sites now. The fact that they're bringing that out, you know, is good, especially considering that they're in-engine, you know, things. But think about it like this: you and and I was reading, you know, a bunch of stuff about developers at GDC and talking about their experiences today, and they were talking about how there are so many more new developers, you know, just there making just making stuff some of it's good some of it's shit but that's sort of what happens now now that anybody like me can download unreal and like start learning how it works and just getting my hands in it not making a cent off of it like just just using it and maybe figuring out like oh you know i know enough code to 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 you know just be dangerous or, or make this do that or make that you know go over here but all of a sudden you have Thousands upon thousands of people making stupid, shitty games and learning how to make better games. Because for right. every bad game that comes yeah. out, the next game is going to be better from that person. We actually, there- just
1: brought up a, something else though. The one issue with this for people like us and for fan- or for just gamers in general is that there's going to be a, maybe a saturation. A what? Maybe, okay. maybe. Yeah. A saturation. But, but again, of, of shitty games.
0: We 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 uh, we know. Like but I think there, I think there the are, pros are games. The con. Exactly. There are games that have relatively high budgets that get released and are bad and they don't make that money back and they don't make another game the game gamers aren't dumb
1: <laughs> you know like like well, i i would i would uh, well, you of, know sometimes. no
0: obviously because you know everyone you know, has a Pound. phone and you know whatever <laughs> yeah exactly but, but people aren't dumb people are going to you know some people might lose you know might might waste money on a game that's crap they're going to be just like with, you know, when Steam early access came out, there are going to be games like oh, Earth twenty thirty twenty two, thirty three or whatever it was hopefully, called. Hopefully twenty sixty six. Especially yeah, since yeah.
1: With Steam yep. releasing source, hopefully they're they're expecting that sort of uh yeah, in, you know, flux and in, uh in, increased games being put out towards to early access and green light and hopefully yeah, I'm hoping maybe they'll control that a little bit better. No.
0: Maybe. Well, but I I think that if they if they kept the same um, systems that they have, it would pretty much just be, you know, life as normal. Like it, it's just going to be like you know, like people are going to be making dumb games trying to get them greenlit. They get greenlit, the game never gets made. Or it's an early access game, people buy it for 20 bucks and it dies in 3 months. Like it's still going to happen um and I think this access to the engine, I mean, maybe the access to the better engine for more developers will actually give novice developers more ability to create something better. I mean, obviously you're going to have those issues with time. It's like, oh yeah, we spent a year on this game and now, you know, I hate this, this guy that I was working with and, and he left and she's, you know, out doing this other thing for this other company. So she's not doing the work that I need. So you know, that's gonna happen. It happens everywhere. It's a volatile, you know, system of game design that just exists. But maybe the games will get better. <laughs> I don't know. I, I,
2: I think I think it's gonna have a net positive. I, yeah.
1: I really do. I, I still think so too. I think I think it's worth waiting through. I mean, we already do it now to be honest. We yeah. wait through a lot of shit to get to uh, <laughs> to get to the good stuff, and, and we find it because we know what we're doing. Like you said, uh, nine times out of ten, gamers and people aren't dumb. Yeah, so exactly. We'll get it, it, it's a good thing overall, definitely. Speaking um, of
2: yeah. speaking of overall good games, uh, one of our very first episodes, we featured a game called Papa and Yo, and uh, this game was absolutely fantastic. Uh, you can go back and find it in our in our backlog. But the reason I bring that up is because the developers for this are working on a new VR game um, with the Oculus Rift I can that.
0: <laughs> yeah. I know,
2: right? It's like, uh,
0: so and now it's Steam VR coming out, you know?
2: Right? Yeah. There's so much good stuff going on yeah. here. Um, so they are working on uh, Time Machine, uh, Is their new game. And it's basically like, it, like take the. Remember when you were a kid and you were all hyped up about dinosaurs, like Calvin and Hot, ha- like, "Oh, I'm a dinosaur!" <laughs> and, and like even today, like I'm I'm thirty something years old, and as soon as the game comes out, and they're like, "Yeah, you get to ride a dinosaur," I'm like, "Yes, I don't care how much it costs, I want that game." <laughs> yeah, you know,
1: and and the Stopping and Land, this... yes, yes, oh, and and it's not coming out, but still, uh, yeah.
2: Um, but like that that kind of excitement, and they've they they've tried to. Take that Jurassic Park slash Pokemon slash like experience and put it in this sci-fi dinosaur world. Yeah, oh my god! And and, and
0: you you mentioned Jurassic Park, and I can remember the the first time I ever played a Jurassic Park game Mm -hmm. was I was I was a little kid. I was in a Chuck E. cheese oh, like, and they had that, like a jurassic park light yeah. gun game yes yeah. I remember sit down that. and yeah. like you're in this like room and it's just you're shooting dinosaurs and it's a time crisis game. sort of deal it was very hard but it's like i remember that being like i mean it wasn't innovative in that it was you know you know it was a light gun game but it's like the fact that you could experience something that was totally out of this world it's like yeah guys you know guys dressed up in soldier armor shooting at you you shooting back you know it's been done it's been done forever but come on like rev said dinosaurs
2: dinosaurs
0: (laughs) it
2: could be dinosaurs going to the store and buying ice cream sandwiches i want to play that game
0: i bet Um, you if they if they do this right they'll teach a lot of people too you know because uh, what go ahead no, like, like, if if they get their science relatively right in the ages and the time, it's like, all of a sudden, you're like, oh, I really want to see a Stegosaurus. When did the Stegosaurus exist? Was it this year or that year? And it's like, I don't know. Maybe this game is going to have can you that, like, but can you it might.
2: Or, well, it, there's going to be... be wait, you've, got the, you've got the time machine, and, like, they, they, they haven't released a whole lot of details on it. There's a demo of it at GDC right now. So if you happen to be at GDC go check this out and come back and tell me how absolutely yeah. amazing it is
1: yeah. um, I'm wondering if it's going to be like because you know but how they a did- lot of vr experiences are just that an experience You're just, oh, yeah no no no
2: they said there there's action sequences the the person so is gonna
1: that, be a game a pretty linear yeah game this is
2: an actual game um and, and they expect points of the dinosaurs to be scary one of the things that i wanted to mention in, in particular uh because papa and yo relatively small group couple of guys girls etc um they have um signed somebody by the name of Corey May, whom, if you remember, was the lead writer of some of the best games that came out of the last generation of consoles, uh, Assassin's Creed. Um, So, uh, like, like, okay, so. If
1: he was the the lead writer on uh, on Assassin's Creed 2, then okay, I'll give you it.
2: He was, uh, my, my understanding My understanding from, from that whole fiasco was that uh, much like Mass Effect, Big Wigs came in at the last minute and kind of killed the, yeah, anyways. So anyway. Corey May's writing <laughs> the story for it. Uh, congratulations to Papa and Yo. We are so excited for this. I'm, I have to get a better laptop for gaming purposes and then I have to get an Oculus Rift so I can play yeah.
1: Yeah. You know, You know who's going to be really excited for this? Who we were talking about Tim Donnelly? Yeah, uh, time machine. Yeah. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: No, it's, it's one step revenue. closer.
1: Yeah. Uh, I'm sorry. Yeah, tech. I'm talking about yeah, it. one for step closer. Yeah, I totally to remember designing
0: the the, uh, <laughs> the the time machine. Tim yeah. Donnelly, Time Foundation. Yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah. If you haven't check out when it comes out, actually, because it hasn't come out yet. When for those of you watching live. Yeah. Um. But yeah, check out the Tim Donnelly episodes, the last episode before this. Um, if you haven't already, because he talks about the, the reason behind his name, Donley Time Foundation. It's pretty interesting. Anyway, uh, is there anything else? I thought there was something else. Yes, well,
2: well, Molotov Cocktails.
1: No. No? Oh. No. Segway. <laughs> <laughs> we don't uh, have
2: a discussion point, but this the, this this segment and, and the previous kind of, I think, covered that pretty well.
1: No, <laughs> yeah. uh, you know what they call, call me sometimes? What? The White Knight. I'm starting the riot. Uh (laughs) Uh-oh. And this week on Starting the Riot, the first game we're going to talk about is because, well, the only game we're going to talk about on Starting the Riot uh, (laughs) is a noirish survival horror with puzzles called White Knight. And I'm going to play the game footage right
0: around the side of the house.
1: Oh, that's sorry about the sound. <laughs>
0: uh, anyway,
1: so it's called White Knight, and uh, basically it's like a noirish, like I said, noirish puzzle survival horror in three D setting. It's really stylistic, and it takes place in the, like the nineteen thirties jazz uh, kind of era. Um, so it's it's got this kind of like classy classiness to it. If that makes sense, yeah. Um, and. Uh, Basically, you you end up getting stranded um, near this house, and you kind of get injured. And you find this mansion. You kind of you have to go in, and I don't want to spoil too much of the story, but you have to go in investigate. And there are—it's a horror game, so it's pretty fair to say that there are dark entities uh, <laughs> that you will uh, end up encountering at some point. Um, and uh, I think I think I think this is a really cool take on on the whole genre. Um, okay.
0: I I can I can see that. There are also parallels that from very like significantly older games that we haven't seen yet, which when I actually saw how this game played, it it like just triggered so much like it, it's going to sound weird, but it triggered a lot of nostalgia because they're doing the same thing that Resident Evil 1 did which was the frames of the game, what you see are basically cinematically composed. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. instead of like, you know, all these like horror games where it's like, oh, fast camera movements. Oh yeah. First person immersion and all that stuff in this. You mean you're talking about you, the
1: fixed you, camera with. Exactly. Okay.
0: You are seeing everything that they want you to see, which means you're not going to see things that you, you, that you don't know are there. Wait, and you're considering so, this a, a, a negative? No, I'm considering this okay. a positive, yeah, a huge, say. huge, huge positive. Like, <laughs> I don't know, I don't know what it is. Like, like you haven't, they games haven't done this in a very long time. And they haven't done it very well. And with the very stylized graphics of this game, as you know, those of you watching can see. If you're listening, you know, check out gameplay footage of this game right now. Uh, at the very stark black and white, with uh, you know the lighter being sort of yellow. Like it just lends itself so well to. To this fixed camera angle, like very eerie feel to it, where you are in this world in a way that you don't often see. Like when developers say, like, oh yeah, you're in this world, you're in first person, you're jumping around, you're you're killing zombies, you're you're shooting guns and you and you're getting blood on your face, it's like no no no. No. It's uh, you're walking through this thing and you're not seeing what's behind that corner until you go by there and it's freaking you out.
1: There's two things too that you kinda of mentioned. Uh I mean, first of all, you were talking about kind of the cinematic nature of it and uh, if, you, if you're again if you're watching the live stream or if you're watching the, the video version of this um, you can see that it's it all shaking and the, and the angles are uh, in a way if you know anything about cinematography there's specific things that you do to make the, the viewer or in this case the player uncomfortable and it makes them uh, uh, you know uneasy and it right. makes them easier to scare or you know anything like that and they're using these, these, these sharp, faraway angles. You're like, what's going on? And the, even, like, the frames are kind of moving, you know what I mean, Yeah. they playing. Mm-hmm. Um, they do a really good job with that. I feel like they might even have a little bit of just a guess. I don't know. They might have a background in uh, a little bit of cinema, cinematography, um, you know, whoever's planning these camera angles out. Uh, secondly, you're talking about because of that, you know, you're only seeing what the developers want you to see. Um, in this specific game, just because of the style with the light and dark, yeah, you can see how incredibly dark the dark is. Um, so you could be walking right next to something terrifying and not know it. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, exactly. One of our and the- one of
2: our one of our audience members makes a makes a kind of good point on this. Um, as, as we're watching this footage, you know, a Preposter on here says that you know, it, it looks fantastic, but he we're getting the feeling that. The art style itself is becoming a gimmick, and the noir style. The, you mean? Well, the, the the general black, white, shades of gray the, with the, uh, the noir style. Because I mean, it's it's possible. It's, it's to kind of an indie trope. Yeah, it, a little it bit. Is. Yeah, and, and the fear the fear is, and I agree with uh, with Preposterone on this. Um, I'm 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 afraid that the the gimmick of the the art direction and the style stylistic presentation of the game. Uh, is is actually going to take away from the gameplay, the, the
1: story? Now, would granted, you really consider this a gimmick. I mean, I think it's yeah. It's, I don't think. I think in I this case, this is, it lends sh- itself to the setting. And again, it's 1930s. This is kind of like what happened. Yeah, it's not like Limbo. You know, and all those other games that are similar to that, uh, yeah. where they're just doing it because it's it's it, it's but it's fashionable. Yeah. yeah,
0: I I
2: also think Noir that, Noir it doesn't. Necessarily, just mean black and white, though. Like yeah. this is a well, like, this is a very simplistic way of saying noir. But
1: well, think of like think true of true noir is.
2: But but true noir is yeah. it, it's a it's an emotional connection and yeah. uh, and it's a it's a particular way that the the sound and the the dialogue ties together
0: to to bring that. You don't think that you will
1: get this in this game?
0: Well, I, I would say that it's 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 light noir probably because because. But regardless of like whether it like falls into a certain genre or not, I feel like what like like yeah, obviously the the whole black and white, you know, crazy blown out shadows and crazy blown out highlights are you know getting sort of like tropey. I well, because it's possible,
2: I, I, it, it's possible to do noir. I mean, look at look at Max Payne one and two. There is nothing more more noir. Than Max Payne one and
1: two, <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, that's they were not done in so. black and white. Yeah, you
2: know, so it is but, it's, it is possible.
1: But I mean, okay. But I'm saying is, and I actually agree that I, I, I get what's being said about the whole trophy thing because it's like I said, like there's Limbo, and then there's a bunch of games that are similar to Limbo, inspiration from Limbo. And yeah, use that. You know, 2D side scroll or whatever. But I think in this game, not only is it, is it lending to the noir atmosphere, which um, I don't think is completely dependent upon this, but yeah. it also because it's a horror game. Um, I yeah. mean, how many horror games are like this? You know what I mean. Uh, I, I mean, I can think of a few, like off a of Game Jolt. but <laughs> yeah. I think that's more because of yeah. you know lack of art budget. Um, yeah, I, I, I can also say
0: that uh, going back to the you know last episode where we had that interview with Tim Donnelly where he, he talked about when you do something right, people aren't going to want to put in the work to do it right again to copy you and when they do it's going to work and I think that the developers of this game knew what they were doing put the time in to make the art style actually lend itself to the game as a whole not to just like a gameplay gimmick or or this one part or like Let very me, shallow like development look at this and, look, and
1: not to interrupt really you really brought because, it up yeah because yeah. of the timing here look, look, look at this gameplay Right now, that's that's playing. uh, I don't know if you guys can see it because I don't know if you have the stream running. But uh, look at the gameplay. It, the black and white, you couldn't get that, that deep like the deep shadows out of that. Completely (laughs) uneasy if it was in color. (laughs) I mean you could still get shadows, but I mean I remember um No, I you played I see Never Ending saying. Nightmares. Yeah, could, I was yeah. Exactly
2: just thinking that. I was actually just thinking that. And I, I I think I agree with you, but I I I'm interested to see I'm interested to see what happens on this.
0: Yeah. All the different clones that might come out. So mm. I
1: didn't mean to I didn't mean to <laughs> cut you off, but it was like, Yeah, timing. no, it's fine. Yeah, you no, yeah, no. exactly.
2: Um
0: so, so so definitely if, if you're it got into it, yeah.
2: A little bit about the game. It is currently available on Xbox One, PS4, and Steam uh, for fourteen ninety nine on Steam. Uh, there's, uh, it's rated N for Mature, uh, and uh, it was published by Activision. So I'm kind of eh, on yeah. featuring it, but, but, but it was built by Awesome Studios.
1: I mean, we did that same thing. We, we had a discussion about publishers, too. Uh, right. I mean, really, all it does is give them the connections. But it was it was built by a small team with a limited budget. You know, Activision didn't like. Here's our full Activision team. You know, and that's yeah. not what happened. Um, because the same thing happened with uh Games with Transistor, I mean, right? They were published by WWE. Yeah. So I mean, I guess I guess when you're talking about indie street cred, I can, it maybe <laughs> tarnishes it. Yeah. but It's and, still it's still mm-hmm. an indie game.
0: Yeah, and here and here's another cool thing. Uh, I don't know what's up with France, but France is coming out with crazy games. Like our Riot of the Year game was made in France. Right. Yeah. Like, like awesome Studio is a is a French company. Like, all of a sudden, like, are we gonna have to move to France, guys? Like, is this what's happening? <laughs> is this what's happening? Like, like are we gonna well, do like have to like a studio stu- apartment in Paris? Like, <laughs> they, they've they've
2: they've won quite a few awards. Uh, just yeah. a couple of them. Um, Public choice at the uh, at the Flip, Flip Festival. Festival, best in play at GDC. The finalist, they were a finalist for best design at Hope Play Festival, uh, Gamers Choice at South by Southwest. Um, you know these guys. I I'll, I will definitely give you this game is fantastic in in what it appears to be doing. Um, but I'm not I'm I'm not completely sold on it. <laughs> also it's horror so that's true, <laughs> yeah
0: um, yeah it, it, I, you know the when pacing, i when i first way, uh, fantastic, yeah just, exactly and that goes back to sort of old school horror games when i saw you know when i was when when we learned about this game and i was watching the trailer of this game was like okay cool a uh, uh, a light you know light based puzzle game we've talked about those before and all of a sudden there's this there's the scary thing that happens and i'm just like oh fuck oh this is a <laughs> horror game all right they're switching it up I'm looking forward to this. That was really scary.
1: <laughs> and they just showed a ghost, again, with the black and white thing, not to, not to keep yeah. harping on that. But it, it, when he showed his candle on the ghost, it was like this it white and black, out. and then it, it, it kind of faded. It, I don't know. I think it's just cool like that. Uh, and there's some color, by the way, in the light. Uh, so, yeah, uh, great job. Great job yeah, in this game. Seriously. I, I'm, I really want to. I know. I, I'm, thinking, a, I'm thinking. I'm uh, thinking that, that
0: you know, down the road, this might be a good, uh, th- this might be a contender for Riot of the Year. I don't know.
1: It's, uh, it's up there right it, now. It's I mean, possible. We, we got It's it. possible. We're, this time, We're time, we, only we, year. Year. time we only did a half year. Really a year. That's so. true. Last <laughs> time we only did a half a year. I'm just saying. There's right.
0: something about this game that just speaks to me. I say that a lot, but, you know.
1: So, But you know what else speaks to me? What's that? see uh, Germans? No, they don't no? speak to me. I don't understand what they're saying. <laughs> Even though I am German, technically speaking. You know, but, uh, I would say I would say the Peep Show speaks to me.
0: Please give all your attention to early access. This week on Peep Show, we are probably talking about, we are talking about probably one of the most in depth, content rich Peep Show games that we have ever talked about. And it's still an alpha. We are talking about Factorio, a game where you start off as a humble dude who has to basically cut down a tree and then punch some rocks to make an axe and ends with you having railway. Stations across the entire map, with everything being automated, and little robots helping you resupply and build whatever it is you want to build. Yes, this is—it is a very slow-paced game, but it is a factory-building game like no other. Seriously, it's in 2D, but you know there are 3D sprites. You know, it's like almost—it's like 2.1D. It's a top-down. Idea. It's top-down. Yeah, better than, exactly.
1: Better than Infinite Factory.
0: Um more in depth than Infinifactory. There's a lot more to do. So basically you start out, you you make a furnace, you start smelting in, you get some coal, you start smelting some metal, you get some metal, then you then eventually you, you get um uh automatic miners and those those mining machines will mine up stuff and you can make conveyor belts to carry that uh stuff to bigger smelters, and then you have to have grabber arms lifting stuff off the conveyor belts, and all of a sure. sudden what? It's like a it's it's like
2: a cross. It, it, it's like the the bastard love child of Minecraft meets SimCity meets Starcraft.
0: It, you know, visually you're right. It does look very much like Starcraft, and there are enemies that you have to defeat, and you, th- it it is, uh, Minecraft only in the first maybe five minutes, maybe maybe hour it, where you are or
1: maybe in the learning curve department. Yeah,
0: exactly. Um, where the more... And there's also... There's so many mechanics. I I wish we could talk about all of them. I don't even really know about all of these mechanics, but...
1: My question is like, what? First of all, what what allows you to build parts? Like, do you have to collect resources to build parts? You have to. In that way, it would be like, yeah. So,
0: so there are science packets that you have to basically research and then create. And there's this whole research tree that lets you do new things. So, you once you start getting science packets uh, stockpiled, you can use that as research with other materials. So for a certain amount of time it takes to research you you're researching like how to build steam engines or how to build uh, better base defense or um, how to build these upgrade, upgraded upgraded um, conveyor belts so there's this huge upgrade tree that you have to go through um, and and so basically the more you start building the more pollution you create which means the more monsters that are around these alien monsters, start attacking you so you quickly have to learn how to manage your pollution to how much you can attack and start upgrading your guy so you have shields and better health regeneration and shield regeneration but you also have to keep you know walls and and turrets uh, up to date and healed and repaired but you also have to go out and kill these enemies bases because they drop you know uh alien artifacts which you turn into the uh tier 4 science kits so you can make the tier 4 science kits so you use those to upgrade the final tiers of things in your upgrade tree there's oil deposits and piping for liquids and you can get you can make a car there are trains it's 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 overwhelming and even on the website they're like look try the alpha you can try you can try a demo right now you can download a demo and play it it is a very slow-paced game. It is slow. It is, you know... This
1: is one of those games that when you're when you're farther into the game, the, the yeah. feeling of accomplishment is much greater than most.
0: Yeah. Because you're basically designing a, a, a factory system where you don't have to do anything other than know where you're going to we, be mining next.
1: We kind of talked about this too last episode uh, after the show um, yeah. with Tim, and it, he kind of brought up a good uh, comparison to is uh uh Rollercoaster Tycoon. Yeah, when You talking about laying things out and and planning yeah. it. Uh, if you
0: like Rollercoaster Tycoon, you are going to this is going to blow your mind. And here's the crazy thing again. I said it before. This is an alpha and there's
1: still an end game. Like you you actually can beat the game. When we talk about like we talk about you know buy at your own risk, but yeah. You said there's an end game and all this stuff already in an alpha build. Yeah. Even if it doesn't get completed, you got a freaking game already. Well,
0: and not only that, but the craziest thing is you go to the developer's Twitter and they're talking about basically finalizing the game to ship. Like, we're... I, I mean, like, I'm not gonna... I'm, I'm making complete like, ridiculous speculation here, but I have this, like, strange feeling that they're going... They're, they're doing a lot of rebalancing and and a lot of art assets um, are in, but like, the final in-game art assets aren't quite there. There's big question marks. Um... But I have a feeling that the beta time that this is going to exist in is going to be very short because they are working to actually get this done. And the, the number currently as of February 2013 um, is um, 72,000 people have played this game and downlo- and, and basically bought, well- bought the game.
2: Something, something to, something to mention. This is uh, the, this game's coming out of uh, Prague, and uh, they were in, they they ran a successful uh, Indiegogo. IndieGoGo campaign. They were asking for uh, seventeen thousand uh, euros, which is something around the lines of like ten thousand in real people dollars, um, and they ended up raising 21.5 thousand euros. So they they. Like, I got to give it to them just on that part alone. They managed to meet their their budgetary goals. And normally this kind of a delay from a from a business and, and consumer aspect would bother me. I like one of the one of the later game one of the games we talked about just yep. recently was much like that. Like, oh yay, you guys did a crowdfunding in 2012 and you did a second one in 2013 and now you're still not out with an alpha of the game. Yeah. I don't get that same I don't get that same apprehension here because they've been actively like, they, they've been actively working on it. Their updates are consistent and, you know, one of the biggest things that that bothers me about a lot of crowdfunding games is, oh, hey, we've got our money, and then they drop off the face of the planet
0: Yeah, and exactly. maybe
2: update once every so often. These guys have been very active. Yeah. Um, you can buy... I just wanted to mention it now before we keep going into, into deeper design choice and stuff like that. Uh, you can buy the basic... Alpha access to the alpha right now um, as which includes all game updates in the future um, it is uh, seventeen dollars and fifty cents in US dollars and 12 fi-
0: 1250
2: in euros yeah so. and, and
0: they they even talk about it uh, where you can buy it where they say that they're basically delivering new alpha versions every two months about Um, so, and that's a pretty like reasonable time to expect decent updates, especially on a very numbers based development that this game is, because everything is about time and speed and how things are efficiently done. Um, but there is, and and they're also, they, they aren't even on Steam yet, which, which blows my mind. But also, what's cool is when you, when you buy the game in alpha, if slash when they get on Steam, you're getting a Steam key, and there are other games. Uh, I think we we talked about Star StarMade, which did that as well, um, and really like it, when when I first saw this game, I, I saw this, I found this game on YouTube from a Let's Player, and I'm looking at this, I'm just like, that's a cool game, and then I looked on the website and like it's an alpha. Why is it still an alpha? Well,
1: mentioning <laughs> like, that it's an alpha too, I mean it has all these features. Do you know? Yeah. Do you have any idea? Like, have they given any hints as to like what future no. features they're going? to be
0: I ready? I think I think at this point what like because they're not the most active on social media. Actually, I've been trying to figure out their social media thing so I could tell them like, hey, we're you, you know we're well on them. a show. Well, yeah, exactly. But it's like you know they they um they haven't really been on since like uh um since like February since today. Uh, well, they, been on, updated, but,
2: they updated. Oh, they Oh yeah. Updated as of. Three six twenty fifteen. They're like they're updating stuff. They're they're posting every Friday.
0: Oh right, that's true on their website. Their social yeah. media is a little bit slow. Well, um,
2: but but they're, yeah, they're, exactly. Like they're building an OS. They're they're building one of the most intricate sim yeah. games it's, that it's, I've seen, and they're doing it in an OS agnostic manner. It's a <laughs> Windows, Mac, <laughs> and Linux. Yeah, like, you, can't, you can't get better. Yeah.
0: If you are into um, very slow-paced, mechanical—I uh, don't want to say trivial because it's not—it's not, it's not trivially, trivial. It's not like that. It, it, if you are a creative individual who likes things very efficient, or you like things looking very cool, um, and you have a lot of time on your hands, I wouldn't even hesitate. Go to the website link, in, you know wherever the link may be around this video or audio clip, if you're listening to it. Or, you know, obviously on indiegameriot.com. Uh, <laughs> go check this out because like there hasn't there hasn't been a game that has blown my mind this much and and like I'm afraid. <laughs> I'm afraid to like get this like sick my life teeth away into this. It was like there are games that do that. And this is gonna be one of those games where and and next and this this has happened. Victoria, like, yeah, this, this is one of those games where where you go to bed and then you wake up an hour later with like you need uh, a notepad. On the, you wake up an hour later, just like I know exactly how I'm gonna do that belt <laughs> setup. I know exactly how, where I'm gonna put this. I know you know I know how I'm gonna do that. This is that the next upgrade I'm gonna do. Stop yeah, thinking it's about. Like, <laughs> yeah, it no sleep simulator 2015, basically.
2: <laughs> also, random random side note. Uh, they're, they're a small team. I. I don't know their team name. They, like, don't have it posted anywhere. Yeah, it's... So I'm just going to call them Team Factorio. Yeah. Um, if, you are, if you are in the indie dev community, uh, maybe a freelancer, or you're looking for a gig, uh, they are also hiring a theme artist on a contract basis, and they are looking to hire um, a full-time developer that uh, has to have really good knowledge of C++, And, uh, yeah, experience with, uh, Lua, Boost, Allegro, Python, and Git, but, uh, it is a paid
0: position and, uh, yeah. And, and there are five, five people making this game. (laughs) Yeah. And, and one of those is the composer and one of those is the artist. (laughs) 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 <laughs> <laughs> so there are like three programmers that are just like working to make this game work. And let me tell you, this game. And they're Hedgehog. <laughs> yeah, and they're Hedgehog. They're, uh, they're mascot of the team. But like see, when we're talking about like balance and just just like I, I don't like the game, like especially if you look back at their Indiegogo campaign and you see the the old like old alpha that they had. Um, or even pre-alpha, if that's what it was. Like you look at how much they've progressed like visually and how much they've really added and how big this game really because because it's a procedurally generated world too. So every single time you start the game, it's gonna be different. You can also change how the the world generates so you can set how big the world is if you want. So you can have the the world on an infinite or near infinite you know uh, longitudinal distance, but only have it like eight eight steps high, Um, which is cool. You know, it adds a challenge to it. Um, There there's so many new cool mechanics, like the pollution mechanic uh, with uh, all the different monsters. The monsters end up evolving the more pollution you have out. So if you don't already have everything set up. Uh, properly, you know, you're not going to have it, you know, you're going to die. Um, the really effective um, uh, ele- uh, electricity management, everything needs to be powered. You need to power it a certain way. There are very clear graphs as to how much energy you're using, multiple different ways to generate energy and store energy, and uh, different AI for the like, I, I'm talking about so much stuff. There's so much stuff in this game. Like, I, I wouldn't even recommend playing this game first I'd recommend like going onto YouTube and like watching a let's play of somebody like start it out and then you know try it for yourself but there is so much to this game there is so much game here that there is absolutely no reason why people who are interested have I don't know like oh my
1: god <laughs> well, it's
0: it's insane
1: the last time you uh, you had this big of a hard on was was star made
0: yeah so, mm-hmm, so exactly it
1: must be, it
2: must be impressive. <laughs> <It's>, oh man <laughs> Same, uh, same level. Same level. Same, same level. Got to talk to your doctor. <laughs> yeah. Erection uh, lasting longer than four hours. <laughs>
1: uh, so, uh, segue. Se- one, something.
2: It's segue going mobile.
1: Oh. oh. Huh. <gasps>
2: In this week's episode of Going Mobile, uh, we're featuring a free mobile game. It's on iOS and Android uh, called The Kitten. Now, if you go into the Play Store and you just search for The Kitten, you're never going to find this game. So you are going to need to follow the link that's in the description or the show notes or whatever else you got there. They, they, we'll, we'll have it posted. But... Uh, it, it, so it's a it's an endless runner think think along the lines of like bit trip or or something along those lines uh made by uh da, 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 da. i've game got ever. it right here game ever studio uh it released october of last year um mechanically i i don't have any problem with this game like it, it it's very cute like like the artistic style of it is is kind of cute um and there's enough contrast in what's going on. There's enough variance in the mechanics. You know, there's some power-ups. There's some, some D-powers um, that, that affect you. And my best time so far is only like 300 meters run and like 60-some-odd uh, fish things collected. Um, but it, ha- it does have a decent scale of, of difficulty, um, and it's pretty straightforward. Like, if you remember when we talked about uh, Jump and Thump, it's that exact same yeah. mechanic for control. Now, with everything that was done good with this game, uh, the one thing that they severely fucked up on, and I, I'm, I'm going to go into quasi-rant mode on this, is their insertion of advertisements. Like, I, I I understand that you need to try and monetize this game in some way, Uh and doing it as a free game with ad support is, is fine. But dear God in heaven, if you start playing pop-up ads and video ads during the game or when your ads are moving around on the game screen. Like I've had it sitting. like I didn't run I, into that. I'm sorry?
0: I didn't run into that.
2: Really? Because yeah. I did on multiple occasions where, okay. you know, yeah. I would jump and I'd hit a rock. So it takes off mm. one of my, my yeah. three hit points. I didn't see and that then either, a video advert would come up.
0: I
1: didn't see that either. I, that would be pretty. Yeah. So, I mean, I thought like, you were
0: going to talk about how like the like, I mean, I guess I, I you know, like I played the game and I, and I actually I was just playing it again. Yeah, and, I mean, like you know. my, my biggest thing was that the, the way it was set up, like where my hands sit on the phone, like I I couldn't see where I was going, and then I would tap and I wouldn't know. You and then sometimes the jump hands. was sort of like, I do I do have I do have meaty hands, yeah. But like I thought it was gonna be that. I didn't I didn't experience any of the weird ad problems. I mean I, I will say that, that, that the that the ad placement for, for the ads that I saw was weird. Top right corner where
2: nothing else is. So you're 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 like design wise from a from a UI standpoint. I mean, it's very simplistic. I'm gonna. I don't know if Josh is going to be showing footage, but I mean, this is it on my phone, and that's pretty much the. Extent uh, of what you've got, and I'm trying to play this in video off the back. So, like, <laughs> yeah. here's, your, here's your advertisement up here, and what you're running on and trying to avoid is down here. Oh, I suck at this backwards. Um, and, and so, you know, it, it's one of those things where your natural inclination from a design point is to start controlling in the areas that are accessible. And having advertisements up there where you're trying to control and on the other side where you have, you know, other actual menu items, it, it irritates me. It, it yes. really, I mean, what, really
1: irritates me. I could see that because, I mean, I don't know why, I don't know why, because, I mean, every other, not every other, but most other free games that, you know, use advertisement support, they always put it, you know, you die, then they. Then there's mm, an ad. Mm-hmm.
2: and and you know maybe maybe this is just me being crotchety me again, but <laughs> it, it like I hate advertisements. If it, make this game cost ninety nine cents, and I will buy sixteen copies of it just to never have to see an advertisement. <laughs> but as, as it stands right now, like it it's, it's fun. It's a good it, it's a good bust ride game.
1: I do have to say yeah. that I mean I think I wouldn't. That that's not worth ninety nine cents if they want to charge for it because it, it's no it totally nice. is it's, it's very it's,
0: nice it, it controls very well like I, I think the biggest thing that that threw me off uh, was was you will hold when you hold jump you jump for as long as you're basically holding it uh, so Itch. if you just sort of tap well yeah like like there there's gravity but you know if you if you just like tap it you're you're only going to do a really you know small jump and like that. Like it can, it controls well. I mean, other than you know my my complaint of here, I'll, I actually coming have, out
2: of a superpower at the end yeah. of uh, uh, of one of those cliff things. I've never been able to make that jump. Yep, exactly. But, there, I mean, there were a few
0: I, things that were like, "That's frustrating," but maybe right. that's the point of the game.
1: Yeah, I, no. I, it, I think I think for ninety nine cents, I think it's worth it. So if the devs are listening to this, which they probably should be, because they actually said, "Hey, can you check out the game?" and I thought it looked yeah. good and. They, yeah, I, I didn't, Oh, the art's you know, good. The music's good. It, I mean, the music's fantastic. The music, yeah, the music and art is good, and it, it looks very crisp and it it, it's very smooth. Stuff. Yeah, uh, it just runs very your well. your
2: advertisement choices piss me yeah, off. I wouldn't. I wouldn't and, call and that. My, just some
1: go guy, ahead. I I wouldn't call that just some guy. You know. Screwing around in his room like, here I'm going to make an iOS game and put it on the <laughs> right. Uh, yeah. I would say that guy has made iOS games before and should actually charge for the game. I so so if you're listening to this, maybe consider switching it over. Um, yeah, or at the I very honestly, least,
2: if 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 make you paid remove version. all advertisements and and I will, I, I swear to God, I will spend twenty bucks on your ninety-nine cent game, <laughs> or, or you know I'll just spend twenty bucks they, on they it. They
0: should make they should make a premium game without advertisements. You could do Char- that or, charge charge. Yeah. Charge like a dollar or like you know ninety nine cents or like a dollar ninety nine. No more advertisements and you know an extra yeah, life. I mean, like make it make sudden, it something yeah. realistic.
1: Or, exactly. Or if you are going to put ads, don't put it in the gameplay. Don't put, put it, it in the game it itself.
2: You. And one of the, I, the this episode of Going Mobile is going to be slightly different because I wanted to I wanted to demonstrate. There's a elbow room apps is the studio, and they put out a game that released. A, Basically, at the same time, um, called "Don't Swim with Sharks," and it's an endless runner that has the collectibles and you know it has obstacles. Now, granted, it's slightly different because you're going under the ocean. You're a you're a scuba diver, and uh, again, I don't know if Josh is going to play footage here, uh, right but now. You okay. wait, like
1: if you wait like ten seconds,
2: so. So, you know, it, it, very simplistic. You tap on the left side of the screen to go down. You tap on the right side to go up. And like, like it, it, it's relatively smooth. The animation isn't necessarily the greatest. The art isn't necessarily the greatest. But it still gets that same core feel. And it doesn't irritate the shit out of me <laughs> with advertisements. And it's also a free game, and, and I'm gonna say I'm gonna say to the developers for for Don't Swim with the Sharks the same thing: you could charge for this game. I have no problem dropping a couple of bucks—five bucks, ten bucks. Well, okay, maybe not ten bucks because I have a limit for my mobile games. But you know, for for the state that this game is in and and how it is, it's not bad. Charge a little bit of money for that. Get some get some return on that investment. And going back to the kitten, charge money. Don't irritate your end user. If you're gonna if you're gonna put the advertisements in, make them unobtrusive. Make it so that that doesn't interfere with where your design. Because I can't play the game in a vertical orientation. It automatically rotates it, yeah. and I have to adjust to the horizontal design choice it fits with the game but when everything's happening on that lower quarter quadrant you're controlling naturally in the upper quadrants and you're placing advertisements there so i don't know if that was an unintentional thing or if you were intentionally you know i pay-per-click placing that there and if that's the if that's the case go jump in a fire but I'd like to think that you're better that than is, that. And, that is and true. Was, I,
1: I didn't think about the pay per click thing, and that I have seen that actually on games where yeah. they put it in a place where you accidentally hit it a lot. That is pretty obnoxious, and yeah, don't, don't ever do that. You're gonna piss a lot of people off. <laughs> yeah. um, I, yeah. I mean, I guess like you can laugh at your way to the bank if it's working for you, but you know. And, and,
2: and honestly, I'd love to. I'd love to support these well, give it Give it a price tag. Remove advertisements. You know, and, and and I, I'm I'm not the best person to do market research on because <laughs> yeah. really, I'm, I'm kind of a horrible. He's a, he's a fringe.
1: Horrible. He's one of those fringe like on those research. Uh, exactly. Uh, exactly. Now, now but just it, the just because it's our way to you know, I mean, we mentioned some of the pluses like that, but just because it's our way as the right, we like to make sure that we talk about positives of the game because there are definitely positives with this game. As you're playing it, other than you know the ad getting in your way, what yeah. kind of experience like as a whole? Um, I had,
2: I had a lot of fun. I I really did. When when I wasn't getting, when I wasn't accidentally clicking on an advertisement or accidentally like uh, I I hit something and then a video advertisement started playing. Um, I had nothing but fun with this. It it it's just. It, it, it gets that same feeling out of me that Jump and Thump did. Or, yeah, Jump the and Thump. I,
1: I think yeah. I need a bigger phone. That was uh, that was cool, too, that you were playing that with... Um, <laughs> uh, who was that with?
2: Oh, uh... Was it Adam? Yeah.
1: Adam Stevens? Yeah,
2: so, I mean, it's... Like, I don't see myself getting as addicted to this one, and that might be because I'm still actively playing Jump and Thump, <laughs> but, uh... Like it's fun. I would have no problem. You know, if my if my seven year old daughter comes in and is like, "Hey, I need to play a game," and you know, Daddy Matt is playing Minecraft on the Xbox, I would have no problem giving this game to her. I it's adorable. It's fun and the animation's uh, really good
0: too. By the way, uh, yeah, everything everything it's like it like you know, for a mobile game, it looks great. It like the. You, you know what? up well, Yeah,
2: and we're gonna <laughs> yeah. eventually. We're gonna have to start saying. We're gonna have to stop saying. You know, oh, for a mobile game, yeah. You know, but but it is you. You are fighting that stigma of oh, yeah. it's just a mobile game. But,
1: I mean, it is. It's it's hard with mobile games. It's it's hard to really because you're limited in what you can do. I, however, I say that it depends on the type of game you're playing. There are people. Right that do innovate and create mobile games are just like wow um you know we've seen we've seen a few of them before but you know generally speaking i do have kind of like a like a like okay i get it it's a mobile game so i see what you're saying to say for a mobile game we kind of i mean you shouldn't be like you should be like you should take it for what it is i think and say this is a runner. Let's compare it to all other runners instead of this is a runner on a mobile game. I mean.
2: Right, because any, any runner game can operate on mobile. I mean, Bitrip Bit. Bit. Trip Runner 1 through 5 or whatever they're at now. You know, there is absolutely no reason I can't play that on my tablet or my cell phone. Uh, and... and they, they all come from that same core mechanic, the endless runner, avoid stuff, collect stuff, reach the end, or, or see how long you can go. The old kitten cannon was much the same. Oh. Like, if you remember that Flash game, yeah. you just cat out and try and, you know, hit the balloons and the trampolines and avoid the spikes. Venus fly traps <laughs> and the spikes. You know, it, it's that same kind of core concept, and it gets addicting. You could really get people into that. But I, I think... All in, all in all, this is a good game. It's just that the, the advertisement placement, in conjunction with the interface, the the UI, and the design that your controls drive you towards, that combined, like I, I can't, I can't necessarily say that this is going to be one of those like I'm going to keep playing it months after we feature it games, but. I'm hoping to get an email from the developer saying, hey, this is what we've done, and I will totally, like I said, I will shell out money to play this game, and I, that might definitely bump up my opinion. It's a fun game. Try it out. Tell me if you agree, it, it, and if I'm completely off base, please let me know. If, if, if I'm one of those fringe people, you know, just come out and say, hey, no, Rev, you're full of shit, and okay, I'll, I'll agree, but you know, better be able to logically back it up. Right. So.
0: yeah
1: challenge except challenge <laughs> <laughs> uh, well you know what else is i'm accepting uh, oh no it's not that time again is it I'm accepting that the, it is the fact uh, that it is the, the end of the show cause, you know, all no the
0: things... tell us more Josh where can we all... find more Indie Game Riot
1: <laughs> all <good> things must <laughs> come to an end uh, no, no music this week but if you uh, are a video game musician for Indie Games or an artist or uh, or a programmer or dev or anything like that has to do with Indie Games let us know we might feature your stuff whether it be on the website or on the show um, please let us know and uh, if you like what we're doing, you want to support us, and we have a whole bunch of future plans for Indie Game Riot. And uh, if you oh want to see
2: that, God, we, have. we have
1: a <laughs> lot of really cool stuff that we, we have planned. And if you want to help us get there faster, please consider supporting our Patreon, slash um, Indie Game Riot. And um, there's also a link on our website. And uh, please consider you know, giving, even if it's just a dollar a month, uh, upwards of however much you want to. Um, so go check that out. Uh let's see here. Oh so if you are any of those people that want to get featured or just want to know how to contact us in any way, just kinda of want to interact or follow the updates, uh, you can first of all, our recorded versions if you're watching us live is on Josh or Jesus. Oh <laughs> <always laughs> IndiegameRiot.com, <laughs> uh all on the website there, or you can check us out live You're listening recorded version on Hitbox TV slash We're also on Twitter at IGR Podcast and Facebook slash uh, Facebook.com slash audio podcast. Are we um, still?
2: Are we still on iTunes and Stitcher?
1: We are, but a certain are you updating someone. Those? Um, a certain someone is. Hey man, me. I've got. Oh yeah. Well, there's actually I, two you... things here. I can point to. <laughs> I can point to both of you, um, oh. because <laughs> Tech is supposed to give me Tech is supposed to give me smaller versions of the audio so I can actually upload it to the site. Oh, that's right. The and I still Rev need to was get, gonna get gonna their do host. Was supposed to go bitch at uh, host uh, or host and uh, have them try and increase it. But uh, neither of those are happening, so it's, I can't really update the audio just now. But gotcha. we are on there, uh, episodes 1 through 30. So if you want to that's back true. And just listen to your car or something, go check it out. Um, and then finally, you can contact us through email. Contact at IndieGameRiot.com, which is on our website, which is IndieGameRiot.com. Uh, any last words?
0: Um, other than, you know, I mean... Good Whiskey's words. Whiskey's good. Yeah. Good words. Uh,
1: good words and uh, my words are also good because words are cool. Language is cool. Words. Yeah. And words. say goodbye,
0: gentlemen. <laughs> See you next time, guys.
2: Have a good one, folks.
1: Toodles.